You get these questions a lot. Where are you from? And what do you do? That's what you get asked, right? Meeting someone new, if you're at a party, or maybe on your dating profile. So why not just tell the world? We just launched a brand new online store that tells people where you're from and what you do. It has all 50 U.S. states and some countries represented with physical therapist gear at ptpinecast.com. A stainless steel tumbler for a PT in Tennessee. Check. South Carolina PT t-shirts. Double check. Face masks for a Florida PT. Yeah, we got that. Great gear for life, all with your profession and the home state on it. Great gifts for yourself, a colleague, a clinical instructor, a student, all now at ptpinecast.com. We talk PT, drink beer, and record it. This is the PT Pinecast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. This is a, a little bit of a different episode of the show. Not an interview episode, not a conversation with anybody else. We'll call this a half pint. This is pretty much Jimmy talking to himself. Well, talking to you. It's me talking to you in my living room by, by myself, but no guest. Uh, was challenged to go live alone and see how many days in a row I could actually do this. And 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 this experience uh, was sort of thrown my way. Uh, last weekend, uh, attended Smart Success Healthcare. It used to be Smart Success PT. Hosted by, created by Greg Todd, who we had on the show just a few weeks ago. And I got to tell you, it was an interesting experience. Uh, about 250 like-minded people in a room in uh, in Orlando, Florida, talking about how to... How to change perspective was one of the takeaways that I had uh, I'd taken from that. I was asked to give a, a commencement type address to the classes of 2020 and 2021. And uh, it was sort of tongue in cheek in that it was not a university address, right? But there were some some graduates of 2020 and 2021 who had not gotten their proper due. So um, I think it, at first I was going to kind of sort of do it tongue in cheek a little bit. But wound up, what wound up happening was uh, I listened to the presentations, listened to the audience, which is a little tip there. If you want to know how to make your, uh, your, your, your speech, your presentation resonate, uh, your audience will tell you. So listen. So I listened for two days before I gave that address. And I had written my commencement speech and using air quotes for the podcast audience here as you're joining us as we live stream online. Um, I had written most of that commencement speech, but it changed. It changed throughout the two days that I was listening to the presenters and watching how the audience was reacting. And it it it, it shifted in terms of, of focus a few times. And one of those ideas I wanted to make today's half pint about, which is this idea of this world that I get to live in, but this phrase that these phrases that come up a lot, and this is a cliche. So cliche alert. But it's pay attention and spend time. Now, you've heard those before. I mean, you've said these things before, right? Hey, pay attention. Pay attention. You've said it to kids. You've said it to coworkers and colleagues who are kind of drifting off at a meeting, right? Hey, pay attention. I need you. To, I really need you to pay attention to this and spend time. I want you to spend some time with this. Would you mind spending some time with this? And I like to focus on these two phrases and what i want you to take away from this if what i take away from this and what i took away from this from smart success healthcare was pay attention and spend time pay and spend those are the two things you've got to do 
whether you're working with a patient, whether you're trying to create content for an audience, whether you're giving a commencement address, you need to pay and spend. And I do not mean this in the quite literal sense of money, right? Cash is king and all that. No, no, no that's not what I'm talking about. You can pay in terms of effort, in terms of attention. I mentioned I wrote the commencement address before I flew to Orlando, but it changed because I paid attention and spent time listening and watching what the audience was looking for. Um, so focus on those first two words, pay and spend. And then focus on the second two words, which is attention and time. You want, and I'm talking to you as a clinician, as a business owner, as a content creator, you want attention and time. You want that. And a lot of times we do the lowest common denominator. We do the easiest possible thing, which is, well, just create, make a post, post it, just fling it, fling it out on the internet, make a post. But you didn't pay attention to what you were creating. You didn't, you didn't spend time thinking about that content before you created it. You just wanted to get it out, get it out. The internet moving at the speed of light, just get something created. I would rather have you produce 90% less content but have you produce 90% better content, right? So decrease your frequency, increase your intensity if you're a physical therapist. And by the way, if you're watching live, I'd love for you to say hi, drop a comment or say what's going on below. Do love those. We're gonna be doing a lot of these half pint episodes and then just kind of stringing them together once a week to release a full length episode. So definitely like to know where you're, you're watching or listening in from. Uh, so pay attention and spend time. Go back to that cliche. You want attention, you want time, but you're not willing to actually dedicate time or dedicate attention to creating that content. And you're wondering why your content is falling flat. If you've listened to or watched any of our podcast episodes, you know, they're anywhere from 15, 20 minutes to an hour. There is a lot of preparation going into that. We talk to the, the guest, we listen to the audience. We pay attention to analytics in terms of, hey, we did an episode on uh, tactical athletes, and we saw a great response as Evan says hi and chimes in from Denver. Denver. Everyone's going on. Um, so we do a lot of paying attention and spending time off the air when this microphone and this camera isn't actually on. So these, the these, these two phrases seem a lot like cliches and they are for a reason, but they're also, they also hang out for a long time for a reason. So I'd love for you to, to, to look at these as transactional. You'd like attention and time. I need you to pay and spend in terms of thought preparation. You know, if you re I just read, uh, I'm in the middle of uh, reading Adam Grant and think again, it's a great book, highly suggest it. And he talks a little bit about this cliche as well, which is why it's resonating with me right now. So if your content is falling flat, if your message is getting lost on the internet, right, as things can do, ask yourself, is your message no good? Is the underlying idea that you're trying to communicate no good? If you're a physical therapist, if you're a physical therapist assistant, a lot of times I, I, I don't think that's it. I think your message is great. I mean, I remember like the reason I have my career, my podcasts and the, my day job is in fact, because I noticed that clinicians, physical therapists, physical therapist assistants, great things to say. A lot of times we rushed past 
how we would craft our message. I remember in, being in acute care and my professor, Kathy Elrod, loved her. And she mentioned patient education. Well, with this group, you're going to do patient education. Oh, and this group, very important patient education. And this is before I did any of my clinicals. I remember thinking patient education just seems like this thing we just kind of fling out there. You know, just it's one thing to put on the, oh, yeah, you got to do this and this and this. So doing patient education, whether it's one-on-one -on -one for you and a patient or it's one-on-many, you using a social media device or a communication device to amplify your message. Yes, patient education, audience education. All in, still in. How are you crafting that message? Is sharing the message and how you're going to share it the last thing you think about? I watch a lot of large organizations. Their communicators, right, are interns. Hold on a second. So you're telling me you have a multi-million dollar organization and the person who's actually rubber meets the road and sharing that message, right? You just spend all this time, effort, money, creating this idea and the last person who shares it is the lowest common denominator somebody who who maybe doesn't want to i lead a, i see a lot of communication by committee well you you have the biggest following on social media so i want you you're you're in charge of it how about the person that wants to create a message who's going to craft a message properly and i use that word very specifically craft a message if you've ever like dropped by a live stream and been enraptured by it, been drawn, like, you know, you're just kind of doing this on social media and all of a sudden, boom, you're drawn in. That person is crafting a message well. They are speaking directly to you because you stopped there and there's a reason for it. So I would say to you, if your messaging is falling flat, whether again, one-on-one, -on -one, you to patient, because let's face it, if you're working in a busy clinic environment, Hey, that patient education is probably the last thing you're doing because you want to leave them with a message. Here's what we did today. How did that go? Here's what I'd like to do for next time. I would, I would just say, pay attention, spend time, and how are you crafting that message? Are you just going to HEP2Go.com and flinging them some printouts? And you're wondering why they're not that message isn't resonating and that's not, there's no carryover. I don't want to say adherence. I'll have a different riff on adherence or compliance. Both of those words. We'll talk about those. Are you crafting your message? And if so, how think about how much effort you put into inviting your friends to a birthday party. You might create a website, like an evite. You create an invitation. You time when it goes out, you know, what's going to go on that message. You're thinking about it from the audience point of view, right? Maybe you want to make it funny. Maybe you want to put a funny picture on there. You are practicing frequency, intensity, time, and type in terms of messaging when you're inviting your friends to your birthday party at your house. That is crafting a message. You're thinking on behalf of the audience, spending time thinking about that, paying attention to what they would pay attention to. Are you doing the same in your one-on-one -on -one clinical relationships? Question mark. Next question, are you doing the same when you're crafting your message on social media? Drop in the comments below if you think you are. I would love to take a look at your messaging on social media if you're doing it. I love looking at great examples. Please show me. I love when people are doing things well, and I'll show that off. I'd love to. If you'd like to learn how to give better patient education, to share messages a little bit better, 
we're going to have an episode coming up completely designed around that. This is my first shot at a half pint episode where it's just me talking to me. Thanks to Owen's Recovery Science, a single source for PTs looking for certification and personalized blood flow restriction rehabilitation training. BFR is the cool kids. OwensRecoveryScience.com. Um, if you liked what you heard, if this little riff was something you wouldn't mind me doing again on different topics, not just paying attention and spending time. That's just one topic. Uh, let me know. Drop in the comments below and just say half pint. It's a half pint episode. That's what we're doing. Uh, cheers for you for listening in for uh, for me talking to myself for uh, for 10 to 12 minutes. But this is something I'm passionate about. I really do think physical therapists and physical therapist assistants have great messages. I really do think sometimes they might fall flat or not reach their audience because of the, the message on the screen. Did you pay attention and spend time? And remember that relationship. These phrases are transactional. Pay, spend for the thing that you want. Attention and time. How are you crafting your message? Danielle chimes in before I was about to cut out. What's your message for clinicians nervous about putting so much information out? Due to days on climate and social media. Danielle, as always, great question. Um, I think if you come from a place of honestly wanting to give, you can't fail. It'll feel like you, it'll feel scary. Me doing this type of ex episode 10 minutes ago on my couch right behind me, I was like, listen, I've been thinking about this challenge. I'm going to do it. I'm going I'm to go live every day to see how many days in a row I can go live one-on-one. -on -one. Some people might not like what I'm saying. Some people might disagree with it. Great. Let's have that discourse. Let's have a great conversation and find that out. Um, but I think Danielle is also might be referencing, and correct me if I'm wrong, if you're still watching live, if you're talking about the climate and social media, and we talk about people going negative in the comments, right? And that's something to be scared about. It is. I would say the thing that I try to do, because I mean, I've done more than 800 podcast episodes, started as a student, started out knowing very little as a Padawan learner. And I was saying, listen, if I, if I, if I lead and I come from a place of honestly wanting to know more, and I'm very open and transparent about that, I don't know if I can lose, right? If I focus on the people that are rooting for me and not the people that are rooting against me, right? Like some people would say, and I myself included, right? Like prove the haters wrong. And I was right there. And then that's a lot of energy. I tend to focus on proving those cheerleaders who are in your corner right. But I see what you're saying because, again, I was on the couch 15 minutes ago going, do I turn the microphone on? I had a long day at work. Do I have enough energy to bring to this? Is anybody going to care? I wanted to put it out there because I honestly wanted to share this and I wanted to hear from what you had to say. So Danielle, I appreciate that, uh, that question and comment. And we'd love to have you back on the show sometime soon. Danielle, great vestibular therapist. Appreciate it. So yeah, so this is my first shot at a half pint. I would say my parting shot here, uh, pay attention and spend time. I'd rather have you produce 90% less content but improve that 10% that you put out because I bet you over time you'll get better at that 10% and then you'll be able to increase quality and quantity, right? Because we all have this little bit of imposter syndrome as Danielle is, is mentioning myself very much included in that imposter syndrome, um, which is why I'm speaking about topics that I'm very passionate about. I don't think I'm the world's expert on it, but I would like to share a little bit of insight. So that's why I'm doing these half pints. Didn't think it would go 15 minutes. Who knew I could talk to myself for 15 minutes? 
What's that? Oh, everybody who knows me. Yeah, that's right. Everybody who knows me knows that I can actually talk to myself for 15 minutes. So uh, appreciate you uh, dropping by. Get another question from the Facebook group. How do you recommend trying to educate a patient with a different approach after they have already been treated by another PT for several sessions and bought in to that therapist despite seeing no functional improvements? Um, cheat code for that. Cheat code for that. Make it about them. They're going to tell you. So if they bought in, and I'm just reading it, and this is a, a great mini case report, right? How do you educate a patient with a different approach after they've already bought in? Hey, what did you like about that approach? Hard stop. Listen. And this will go for like, listen for, listen not for your turn to talk. Like, don't ask a question because you think you know the answer, and then you're going to chime in. I would say, honestly, understand. Because look what you just taught me in that question. That other therapist got buy-in, which we'll do another conversation about, but they got buy-in, but there was no functional improvement. They won something. That therapist built a relationship. What they were trying or whatever clinical situation and presentation was going on, there wasn't an improvement. But man, you've got a great first step because you've got that person's attention. So... I would listen and say, wow, like, tell me more about this. And when you build that relationship, let's say you see some, and now I'm going out on a limb here. Let's say, oh, you could see that that other PT you're mentioning got several sessions, got buy-in, but didn't get functional improvements. You want to try something else. Hey, I loved everything that person was doing. I dig it. I like how much you like it too. Would you be willing, this is a question that leads them, this motivational interview, would you be willing to try some different things similar to but not the same that you've been doing in the past? Hard stop, wait for a response, give them space. I mean physical space and time, like distant, like time, let them answer. Would you be willing to try something different, similar but not the same that you tried before? If the answer is yes, you got an opportunity. If the answer is no, I would go another question. Okay, tell me, tell me why you might be resist, resistant to that. This leads almost to another half pint episode, which is like if you want to have someone think you're smart, interesting, interested, I think that's most important. I would like to be have someone think I'm interested. Be honestly interesting. Like if you want to appear interesting, be interested. So hey, tell me more about that. So I think that's a great question. I wasn't expecting as many questions, but I like this. Um, because building that relationship is difficult, as we know, especially, in, and I'm going to reference this again, in busy clinical environments where you're seeing potentially several patients an hour. And we hear that from a lot from new grads. How do I build relationships? So I'm seeing several patients an hour. I'm running around. I'm getting 30,000 steps a day. I can't remember my patients' names. It's building relationship with questions. That's the way to do it. That's a tough question. I'm not saying I had the perfect answer, by the way, but that that is what that is what I would recommend as a, a great first step. So love to hear what you think about this type of episode. This is me riffing, did not think it was going to go 19 minutes, but I'm going to try to do these one a day. Uh, Jeffrey Gitmer was the presenter at Smart Success Physical Therapy with Greg Todd two weekends ago that he's been going live for more than a year, just him one-on-one -on -one riffing. Sometimes it's three minutes, sometimes it's 28 minutes. So appreciate uh, you guys for, for hanging out listening. Again, if you were watching live, I see some of you guys dropping a uh, half pint. If you're watching the replay, just give us a replay half pint. Thank you guys for listening. This felt good. I was a little nervous. I'm going to be honest, I'm a little nervous doing this, this one-on-one uh, -on -one thing, but thanks for hanging out. Let me do this.
Uh, let me know if it was valued of value to you, and maybe I'll do some more. Thanks, guys. Follow us online. Welcome to the internet, my friend. How can I help you? Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at PT Pinecast. All right, show today brought to you by the Brooks Institute of Higher Learning, an innovator in providing advanced post-professional education. Brooks IHL offering continuing education courses in numerous specialty areas, six PT residency programs, an OMPT fellowship, as well as challenging but rewarding internships. The IHL specializes in the translation of information from evidence to patient management. Learn what they can do for you to support your professional development at brooksihl.org. Our home on the internet. ptpinecast.com. Created by Build PT. Build PT provides marketing services specifically for private practice PTs. From website development and hosting. Providing content marketing solutions for PT clinics across the country. See what Build PT can do for you today at buildpt.com. The PT Pinecast is a product of PT Pinecast LLC. It is hosted and produced by PT Pinecast CEO Jim McKay and CBO Sky Donovan from Marymount University. We talk PT, drink beer, and record it. This has been another pour from the PT Pinecast. The PT Pinecast is intended for educational purposes only. No clinical decision-making should be based solely on one source. While care is taken to ensure accuracy, factual errors can be present. More on the show at ptpinecast.com.